0: We're on.
1: Hello. Hi, Scott. (laughs) We majorly fucked up when we tried to do this just now. So (laughs) when I say we majorly fucked up, I mean that my microphone wasn't turned on to respond to sound I was making. The computer was taking it, but that's that. And Addy fixed it. So we should be all right.
0: Always a little technical difficulties. Here we are. Yeah,
1: always. Always. Here we are back. It's 2020.
0: Yeah, uh, it might be a little late to wish everybody a happy new year, but...
1: Not for Lunar New Year. Oh, yeah. Happy Lunar New Year. Happy Lunar New Year.
0: There we go. So we're on time, actually. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we took a little bit of a holiday break. Uh, and I think we had a lot of ideas we wanted to discuss today, but... First and foremost, um, today, right before we were going to record this podcast, uh, we uh, found out that uh, Kobe Bryant has passed away. And um, we're originally from Southern California. Mm. So basically, you know, we grew up with this guy. We we also met playing
1: ball. We played ball our whole life. And this was our this was our guy. This was our basketball player.
0: Uh, And especially, I think, like, uh, I just so I mean, it's like not fair right, to say death is premature or whatever, because death doesn't really discriminate. It happens when it happens. Um, But I think like just it being really story-esque, right? Like being in a helicopter with his daughter. Right and just so random and...
1: It's in L.A., which for some reason L.A. things we yeah. are a little more like, oh my God, it happened in, in L.A. Yeah,
0: so it's just uh, kind of feeling like Twilight Zone-ish, I guess. Yeah. Um, really? And I guess it's really natural to want to like reminisce and think about someone. And I don't know, it's just weird. Like, it's just like, I, I, I mean, I'll be 100% honest. I... Was not a Kobe fan, but more of like a Kobe appreciator, I guess you could say.
1: Yeah, which is fair.
0: Yeah, like I appreciated his skills. I appreciated what he did for the city of L.A. in the game of basketball. Um, but I've always been a Celtics fan, so I really wasn't rooting for Kobe ever. I think I only ever owned one pair of Kobes.
1: That's more than I owned. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Um, and obviously, no Kobe jerseys or Laker jerseys, so right. Like, I think it was me. I appreciate the way he played, but I was definitely always like rooting against him.
1: Well, <laughs> they were my Lakers, man. I remember when he got there. Yeah. Oh, wait, are we reminiscing or are we not reminiscing? I think we kind of are now. We slipped into it just now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I remember yeah. Dell Harris days and I remember the shitty Lakers of like the early 90s after Showtime, but before anything. And it was, you know, Nick Van Axel trying to do his thing with Eddie Jones and Ploty yeah. Divac. And it was just like, oh God, these guys are such lovable like failures, but that's fine. I love them so much. Then we got this kid, Kobe, right? And they didn't play him right away. And they gave him some garbage time. And I remember him just like launching threes, just airballing his first right. couple like threes, just like, oh God, this kid, man. He's gonna be another Iverson, because I think Iverson was hot shit at yeah, the time. Yeah. Um Yeah, then here we are. <laughs> yeah fucking kobe oh my god yeah time flies literally his name is what kids say when they throw trash out or not kids jesus dude everybody kobe yeah like yeah yeah his name's synonymous now with throwing a basketball into or throwing something into a round thing it's crazy
0: it's crazy i yeah um well, so yeah helicopter all, all prayers and everything one cheers to kobe to the bryant family and resin power kobe pour one out but yeah it'd be sticky on our couch
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you got a drink yeah oh yeah in. i just got stuck you do that the all thought. the time what is with you people i've noticed a trend with these
0: we're so cool we're gonna cheers and
1: just like keep going like no, cheers, you have to drink. You know
0: what's funny about, like, cheersing is, like, I've had, you know, when you, people from Europe, they, like, are very much about looking in each other's eyes when you cheers. Yeah, and, yeah. it's a very thing. Yeah, like, all these different, like, what would you say, like, nuances or traditions, yeah. I guess you would say. And, yeah, I'm not, I don't know, and I also think as, like, drinking is not as important to me anymore, like, alcohol or anything, that um, I'm not doing it as much. I, like, forget, right? Like, you just kind of, like, it's not the, like, like, you're, it's not as enthusiastic, you don't have as much enthusiasm.
1: People don't toast non-alcoholic stuff normally. Right,
0: right. So it doesn't really dawn on me when I'm, like, drinking something. And I I very well could just be a heathen. (laughs) My mom raised me wrong. (laughs) How dare you. But uh, I have had that happen where, like, I've been criticized in the past for the way I choose drinks. It's probably me. It, it, probably by me. Probably by you. Yeah. Um, but I just, it's just one of those things that doesn't stick in my head and I always forget. Well, But I'll that. try to do a better job. <laughs>
1: just try to be a better man. That's all I'm asking.
0: <laughs> it's not a lot. Just take life by the bootstraps and do what's right. And that's <laughs> choosing well. Take life by the bootstraps. That's not a saying? What do you take by the bootstraps? You pull yourself
1: up by the bootstraps. Oh. Yeah. And you take life by the horns.
0: Wow. I, like, totally took half of one saying and the other half of the other saying and put them together. You did. So pulling by your horns is something that's, like, from cowboys and shit like that? like Or, like, wrestling, any yeah, type it's, of... It's
1: how you control, like, a large animal that you'd have no business controlling you gotta grab it by the
0: horns (laughs) (laughs) we have no business controlling any animals exactly right let alone horned ones and then lifting by the bootstrap oh wait which is wrong again pull yourself up by your boot. you pull yourself up by your bootstraps is like a ode to military or something no boots just have straps they always have straps yeah you're not really a boot guy are you no I'm not at all Yeah okay. I just realized Like you don't wear boots You I fucking hate boots I have love a boots. pair love boots Wow I, I like So The boot The only pair of boots I have right now Are snow boots And I've only worn them Like I can count On one hand Why And did you wear I know that Because like hand. I think I, I, f- I forget what brand they are But I paid like A hundred and twenty dollars There was a big blizzard Coming mm-hmm. uh, When I was in grad school And I literally was like If I don't buy boots, I am going to be so screwed when this snowstorm happens, but I don't want these boots, but I don't want to be that guy for like three or four days or whatever days it's going to be with this storm. So I think these boots are like 120 bucks. And every time I wear them, I'm like calculating, okay, now this is like worth $25 like each time I've worn it. Because like I literally have only bought, worn these boots like a few times. Yeah, and but it's, if like you such didn't a waste of them. money in my head.
1: Yeah, but like I don't get how you. What's the value? How you value? So like let's say it's like a, the let's amount say of time.
0: They're like hundred and like twenty something, right? But let's just say it was like for, call it even hundred. Let's even it hundred, just okay. for a simple thing. The first time I wear them, that one time wearing them is a hundred dollars. Okay. Second time I wear them, the two times I wear it is fifty bucks. why how in my head I just keep like that's the cost for like I'm finally stretching the cost but when you normally have shoes you just like dude these are my shoes but these boots I just like really don't like them and so when I wear them I'm like oh like I've used the, these boots six times. Use
1: You use that to psych yourself up to not be miserable while wearing the boots. You're right. Like, oh, these
0: boots have already paid for
1: themselves, plus whatever math works in your head.
0: Or it's just like I'm on, like right now if I stopped wearing them, I have paid 18, like let's say like 25 bucks to wear each time or something. Like in my head I'm like the more I wear it, the cheaper, the more I've like gotten cost efficiency mm-hmm. out of something. Mm-hmm. How but, do you assign the 25, 33 well, I mean, like per let's wear. say we used to even number like a hundred dollars, right? One over one is would be one hundred. Mm-hmm. Half of a hundred, like two times wearing it, would be fifty dollars per day. So you're just having whatever is And added. then you start to like, so if I wore it three days, like three divide a hundred into three would be about like thirty-three point three three three. Then after the fourth day, each day would have cost twenty-five bucks. And then before I know it, the incrementation will make it that maybe it was only a couple dollars a day. Before I know it, I've had these boots for years and I've used them so many times that, uh-huh. you know, you're these the boots are sticking as around as as with you're me. You're probably,
1: making this up as you go. This yeah, isn't every time. T- it's not This fixed. isn't a system in any, like, they can't follow your system. Like, okay.
0: No, it, unless you knew, okay, I paid X amount of money for the boots and I've worn it X amount of days. Could you be like, oh, you've worn your boots for like seven days. So those boots, each, that today, now, each day has been worth like so-and-so amount of dollars. It'd be like algebra. Kind of, except you don't factor in like the times when we really
1: need the boots, like in a snowstorm. If you don't have the boots, so there's a beneficial cost the worth even there's more. There's like another coefficient like a, we yeah, need to like be a, put yeah. into it. Yeah, so more calculus, right?
0: Yeah. Well, it's still like no, no, no that would just be like uh, I didn't econ, take calculus. I Like no econ or something like that. Like you start bringing in another coefficient. So like you would add like a property value to a day where it's snowy because maybe X Y Z would be like. I would have got wet and had to like buy new socks. Or like there's just some you create some beneficial cost from it. Yeah. So yeah, maybe on the day that I did need to wear it, it was more beneficially costing wise. Like twenty five dollars spent on the right thing is more valuable than twenty five dollars spent on the wrong thing.
1: Right. Like if you had those boots for a hundred bucks and someone else had like no shoes and you're like, Well, I'll sell these to for two hundred bucks that one day they would pay those two hundred bucks.
0: Yeah. 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 So I guess it's like I hate boots. I get that. And the weird, frugal, immigrant background dad that I used to like comes in.
1: Whatever. If it works for you, you (laughs) you do it if it works for you. But that drives me mad just trying to understand. I'm just going to wear my
0: shoes and not think about it. So Mm -hmm. boots... My thing with boots is like... It's not necessarily... It's everything about them. It's just, like, I don't like the way they look. I think it makes my feet look, like, really go- goofy, bulky for no reason. Mm. I, like, honestly look at everybody that wears boots, and I, like, really am uncomfortable with people in boots. Like, I just <laughs> think it's not – it doesn't look nice. Like, I think – when I think about fashion, I'm very much into accentuation of the human body. Okay, And especially right now, like, dad fashion, like, everything's big and – you know hiding a lot I guess and like people wearing these big shoes or whatever and for me it's just like it looks clunky it doesn't look agile it doesn't look sexy to me Uh you know if like in comic books or movies like the hero what like everyone always looks really bold and standing strong in boots and shit like that but in real life I'm like no we're like beautiful creatures that are like no one's really that rugged or whatever like if you work in a rugged situation or you go into a rugged environment like snow, like a blizzard, then I get the boots. Sure. But like, just as a genuine like aesthetic to me, I don't appreciate bulkiness or what at about least like not a on slim your Italian fever. boot. Huh? What about a slim Italian boot, like a Euro cup boot?
1: Something points the
0: toe. Yeah, a I mean, bit, like when I was riding, I used to wear like kind of like really slick. Like I remember. Like uh, Aldo came out with these, like, really slick boots that I had that I used to, but they weren't boot. they look like almost like sneakerish, but the, you know, like motorcycle I know the riding stuff, booty kind of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and that just goes back to me understanding that you know, when you're riding a motorcycle, you want like protection and shit. And but it looks sleek, right? Racing shoes look sleek, motorcycle shoes look sleek, like mm-hmm. that style looks cool to me, like fast and everything, mm. but boots. So it looks clunky to me and it feels clunky to me when you walk. Mm. And I'm someone that like really like loves to move softly and, you know, and boots just don't give me that either. need those Nike Airs. Yeah, like like Nike Airs or like, you know, something that it's it's kind of like this. I like old like cars that you can really feel the ground, like those small, tiny sport cars. that, Mm -hmm. Like the same thing with my shoes, right? I don't like big trucks or like luxury cars, big luxury cars that you can't feel the road, and they just feel so big and like it's too big for you. Except for the one-ton Toyota. Yeah, but the one-ton's tiny too. <laughs> it's only one ton. So yeah, that's kind of my thing <laughs> on boots—is they're clunky looking and clunky feeling. Mm. You heard it, guys. Fuck your boots. I think this winter, I've only, and like mind you, we haven't been here much. Um, yeah. I've only worn my boots once this winter.
1: Well, that snowed once. Like twice, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Is that normal, by the way?
0: Yeah, in Manhattan it is. Oh, uh, okay. This
1: is my first winter in New York, so I don't. Yeah, because we're
0: that. Um, surrounded by water, so I think it stays kind of warm while the rest of the state could get plummeted with snow. Right, right we just and the concrete and the infrastructure and all that I know yeah we up. fortunately i think are able to avoid it because mm-hmm. it might look pretty but it just gets really gross and oh dude
1: it's pretty for that one time for that like first time and then it just gets trampled on and turns into that mud slush
0: it's horrible and it's almost like it's just pretty because it's hiding the city <laughs> yeah
1: like well, it's white. I mean, things that are so sh- like starkly white and unblemished are naturally pretty. But right. the covering of the city.
0: It's quite magical.
1: It is quite magical. Yeah, I remember looking down before the last and I was looking down. And I was seeing all the rooftops. And I was like, wow, well, this is just shit all over the place, right? It's really ugly. Then look after that snow. And you're just like, wow, what a winter wonderland. It's yeah. the same shitty fucking rooftop.
0: I gotta yeah it's like there's the paint can that was right there you know there's the you gotta like like shake some like sugar on top of New York for it to seem sweet I think that's kind of like a conclusion we came to like this winter time because we spent a lot of time out in the west coast Mm. and just like realizing like yeah New York definitely has its uh, um, pizzazz you know like it's wonder to it there's beauty there's beauty a lot of culture a lot of energy for sure um but it almost feels like you you pay like a health tax for living here
1: yeah health tax is pretty good physical or emotional just mental health
0: it's all taxing it's It's an assault on all fronts everything about the city is an assault yeah, it's a. I mean, when they say it's the concrete jungle, that's for sure. Yeah. And when you're young and you have a lot of energy, I think you're like, oh, I could take this on. I need this challenge. Um. And then when you start to get older and you're like, oh my health. <laughs> Why am I doing this? I'm so uncomfortable all the time. Why?
1: Yeah. Why am I doing this now? I'm, old,
0: I'm too old for this shit. I think this city is like. Um, you spend like a set amount of years and you have like a goal. you like, I need to experience the nightlife. I yeah. need to get into something artsy fartsy. I need to try really good pizza all over the city and eat different things. Right. and Try all the bars, which I don't think as much anymore because there's not as many dive bars. Oh, God. I hadn't even thought about trying any bars. Yeah. I'm just, I don't give a fuck. But the food and all the other things you made right right and there's obviously like cool spots like the gardens and museums yeah there's really cool things and i think we've had a lot more fun out in the boroughs than we have in the city i've barely been in the city man right yeah um but then like i think what we were like realizing while we were in california is like you look up you see the sun Mm. you know nature is always around um, you can see sky. You can see sky, which there's, is something that I didn't realize. I don't see a whole lot. There's a uh, like a special lens to it too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's like a color to California that you get.
1: Yeah, it's. I would say it's the same thing with um, a Texas sky where it's like it's almost it's so big. It's almost like a fish end, fish eye lens. It's so big when you look up. You're like God. Yeah. Uh, California's a different type of lens, but it's all
0: different sky right right and i think that's really like important for your mental health um because like when i first came to new york like i was forgetting to look up at the sky like you just especially when you're in the city and you're just around all the buildings like yeah you what is it you get like um tunnel shutters basically Mm. that tunnel of it the the, blinders yeah the you like have to remind yourself and it's like a physical uh, reaction when you look up you're like like you could breathe again like as if you were living in like claustrophobia and you didn't even realize it like that's what it is you you're are. living in that's claustrophobia exactly and you don't realize it yes that's exactly what it is man especially if, for people with
1: the claustrophobic thing when you realize it and you're just like oh god yeah
0: you know yeah, like you're like harvesting this anxiety in you and you don't even realize it and it was funny like i think um i came back on a red eye and i was like four or five it was like 4 35 in the morning taking the train back and that was like oh you're back in new york and it was fucking you know the seven uh, i think i was taking the e train from Queens, so it's like a lot of people and everything and already i'm like whoa like i forget how on top of each other we are even at four or five in the morning yeah even four or five in the morning there's just like No room to breathe or anything like that. Yeah. uh, A big ant hill. It it is. It's an ant hill with ants that aren't communicating with each other. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, geez, dude. Like, when you disrupt – even when you disrupt an ant colony, like, they're talking to each other. Like, there's disruption. There's disruption. Trust each other. Trust each other. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're like – but this is just, like, nah, pure chaos. Like, (laughs) something happens, pure chaos. And that happens – all the time in New York, right? Like, a train is held... Like, there was one day, I go to get on the train, and they're, like, trains going into Manhattan aren't going in on the 7, so then I had to go on the other side, go more into Queens to take a different train no to shit. go in. Oh, no, no, I ended up taking, like, L-I-R-R. like yeah. they, were, they were giving free rides because everyone's, like, late to work. So then I had to go there, then go here, and you just can see, like, how concerned we are with being late. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that anxiety, like almost mm-hmm. you're ready to fight. You're ready Don't to make push me late. people out of the way. I'm I'm going to be late. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because my late is worse than your late. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like my purpose of being where I have to be is where. So it, it is. It's that ant, co- the like anarchist ant colony where like no one yeah. is really working with each other. But it's about like how in trouble people get at their jobs and shit. It's like, oh, sh- that's not, not, a lot of people aren't terribly like uh understanding about that at jobs you know it's like funny because I always thought well I don't know depends sometimes it I think it really depends like old old school people are a little bit still like oh you you know the trains are like this so you should be coming exactly earlier. yeah but then you got like our generation that's like we're all waking up or like yeah to work at a usually time. we're not the ones like owning the you yeah know, like we're, like, we're like, coming we're, into it, we're not we're not trying to outsmart a system that's dysfunctional that our yeah. elders have allowed to like, like traffic's the same way. And that's what I was trying to segue. was like, um, in New York, you do get, some people do give a grace period. Like there's this like a knowing yeah. that MTA fails you. Yeah, for sure. And so people like do that. But in Cali, you don't get that consideration with traffic. Uh,
1: uh-uh. so you can look, At the traffic, you see the red traffic line. You should be able to leave early enough. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's no, there's no grace. Even if you're like, man, there's an accident. It's like, yeah, there's accidents all the time.
0: Yeah. And that means that you for preparation might be like heading out three hours ahead of time to your destination, knowing that you're going to, you have the potential of being extremely like, that's such anxiety. Yeah. That is one thing, right? Is driving in traffic, especially in the morning when you're going to work and you're mm. tired as fuck, mm. and you're like stop go, and you're just, or even when you're leaving work, yeah. just sitting in traffic in general when you're drowsy sucks.
1: Yeah, it does suck. It's uh, I would take that over. Um, I'd still take that over being crammed into a train. Really? Yeah. I got control. I have a control in my car. I can have my caffeine. I got elbow room. Um, air blowing on me. I'm a big air guy. It doesn't yeah. have to be cold or, or hot, but I need the flow. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, there, there's no, like, if I'm stuck in this thing, I got windows too. Right. Um, I'm not just stuck underground, like, with someone breathing on me, you know? Like, just whoo, breathing the fucking coronavirus into my fucking, <sighs> like, right in my <laughs> face, you know?
0: That got so dark. Yeah. It's like,
1: yeah, welcome to New York. I,
0: I guess for me... It's like it's I I can be so exhausted sometimes that I feel like the train ride is the X factor. Like even if it's just to breathe and just be quiet for like It's 10 where you, minutes, don't do you, I mean, could, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything. That's like that's like that bot time is like rest.
1: Yeah, and I've seen you conk out on our on a ride from like one place to another. And you just like you, you were like power resting. I was like, I don't know how he does that. Yeah, it. yeah. Like, never falls, and, I can never rest on a train. Like train is not restful.
0: It it's kind of weird. It's like a cat. It's literally a cat nap because there's vigilance to it. Mm-hmm. Like if anything moves or you touch, you know, like yeah. Even if someone sat next to me, like you're you're definitely like yeah. But at the same time, like it, it's it's a it's not the. Best way to rest, but it does it. But you and, make rest of something that was, not and restful. it's enough to where, you know, I can justify it being better than driving in traffic in California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You absolutely. Know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, like going to work and just having that. Sometimes, like if you just stayed up late or didn't get enough sleep, and mm, in your head that's like, beneficial at least I have this for sure. Like Twenty minutes. Or yeah. Oh, minutes I get that a lot actually. Yeah.
1: I wish I was that way, but you, I'm just not.
0: Yeah. Like I've been in the situation where you're like driving, and you're just like fuck. That's like, yeah, rough. Like, yeah, like yeah. I have to be away. Your eyes and hurt. You're like, God, yeah. this fucking
1: hurts. I have to stop. I don't, I don't right. know
0: how like because I commuted to school so much towards the end, um, and I just remember like, oh man, like being late to class sometimes because of you're commuting out here. No, no, no. When I was in California, like, oh. like Cal Poly. Oh, gotcha. Like. And just all those, or like you're like trying to cram for an exam, but you're like, God, I gotta leave. Yeah, I gotta drive, so you gotta factor that minutes in, or whatever. Like with work, with work and with grad school, like even in grad school, it was kind of cool because you could be on your computer. You could, like it, it just it, it frees you up, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. even with work, if you have to read something, it's a great real cramming quick, time. Yeah, it's a cram time. It's a cram sleep. It's a cram information. So that is everything my,
1: about it is crammed people the, we're crammed what you're crammed, doing crammed, yeah crammed. yeah
0: everything's crammed in that's why i hate it that's that's why and I hate you're it. right like the best situation is definitely to be in a place where you don't have your whole life is revolving around one little vicinity mm. village, life. village life village life village life that's that's the best situation where your cares are like how is
1: my village doing mm-hmm.
0: are we all healthy yeah what do we need we're good all right cool yeah live our lives that's the thing we have to extend ourselves so far to do yeah. so many different things yeah. and you were thinking like with technology that we won't we won't have to do that as much like as a company I would be like work from home just to like save our planet yeah no shit you know what I mean well I'm sure ah
1: oh god there's gotta be benefits too to not having a bunch of people coming into one central location like insurance
0: wise or everything like you something. save on power yeah you yeah, know, like right. you don't have to house as many people. I think like that was part of the that article, the jap Japanese Microsoft, right? Mm. They like shortened it to four days work oh. days, and there was like yeah, all these benefits yeah. from it, like. And that goes back to, like, I think most people in New York are working just to pay rent. Like it's such an expensive place to live yeah, in, man. right? Yeah yet like there's also like an ego to it there's like this feeling that you're trying to make it or make it here Mm -hmm. um and i think the opposite we always think is just oh or we'd be in the suburbs and life would be very plain and dull and all this stuff like that yeah there's no between but there is yeah like those are the two sides like you're either a city person or a suburb person yeah um but full country yeah or full country or whatever but I, I, definitely like, like the West Coast. I'm like definitely starting to like come around. It's like a confirmation. Yeah, like that confirmation is happening. Yeah. Um. And then even when you talk about, like, just lifestyle-wise, groceries are cheaper. I mean, what, California's fifth or sixth producer of agriculture. Like, yeah, at least the
1: produce. Is yeah, the just produce. Not stuff. only better quality, but cheaper out there. Um, yeah, out here it's already rotting, but before it gets on the shelves. So it's like the
0: fireworks. Yeah, so I feel like that that it it's really fitting, I think, because we're also like doing this like first episode. It's winter. It's cold outside. <laughs> With the dark of so winter. We're kind of sad right now. Kobe's dead. Kobe's Kobe's passed away. You could say dead. It's fine. Is, is it okay to like? It's when, not insensitive. He's it's dead. It's not insensitive, but it's like I'm trying People to think die. what movie it was. Like someone's like. There, it, it maybe i'm just traumatized there's a movie awesome. where like someone's yelling out like oh maybe it was Jurassic park or something jack's dead or dad's dead or dad something like someone just keeps saying someone's dead someone's dead oh, someone's dead i don't know i forget what movie it is but that just felt so traumatizing to me even though i don't have a problem with death in that Damn sense death. but it's just like it's a soft way of saying he passed away
1: it's a very gentle way of saying. It's very it, gentle. But if I'm being honest, there was nothing gentle about the way he went. No, he. And didn't. that's not a joke. No, that is kind of a joke. I'm
0: apologize. I mean, I I don't. Re- I don't think I've ever been in a helicopter. They're fucking fun as shit. It's fun. They're fun. so fun. Yeah, it's
1: the only thing that never got old in the army. It's yeah, the only thing you weren't like, fuck this. It's like, yeah. oh, we get to go in a helicopter. Yeah.
0: Damn,
1: it's awesome. Yeah. And then civilian, I did like a helicopter thing in Hawaii and mm-hmm. it's just like everything about It's cool. The way it moves is just so surreal. Yeah. Like, Oh, I wish I, could. it's like, Oh, I can fly like
0: Superman. This is what he feels like. I imagine just, just like, because hovering. of this, like, it's almost like a, like a dragonfly, right? Like the yeah. suspension, the movements. Yeah. Hummingbird. Yeah. Dragonfly hummingbird, all that. Yeah. yeah. Same shit. And you're just like, Oh, okay. Now we're going to. So that momentum feels oh, really cool. fascinating. Yeah, right? It's so cool. Is a I mean, I never really looked into like statistics or whatever, but is the h- number of helicopter crashes like proportionately higher than airplanes Yeah, yeah. and is that more because of equipment you got a, you're
1: basically taking you, you got a lot You got factors you're, the whole time that somebody's flying a helicopter, my understanding is I'm not an expert is they are battling physics the whole time so in an airplane you get up past a certain amount of speed you've got their dynamics you've got wingspan it's kind of taking you there so if like the engines and sh- shut off in an airplane you can generally like glide it into a, s- a place yeah but the fucking helicopter you've got like you've got like a handle here which is controlling one of the rotors and then you got pedals which are doing like the other thing and it's constantly like a little too much here you you know this trying to swing this way the whole tail rudder without that is just you're just in a ball that's spinning like this right and so the pilot is just like contending with that to make it so it's not and just going straight right so it's it's never
0: (laughs) it's just a lot of stuff can go wrong it's crazy because yeah it's like it's a very much a finesse thing and it if done right obviously can move a vehicle so agile yeah yeah um but then like is it something like let's say i think today was overcast right so it's susceptible to way more susceptible to like yeah, yeah. The weathers and shit like that that is just like yeah i mean i naturally i think i've kind of been intimidated by helicopters so I've never really like
1: they're intimidating yeah right yeah, absolutely dude okay
0: it's something that shouldn't be flying yeah it should not be flying it doesn't look like something that flies no but it does it does but <laughs> it doesn't. Right? yeah it's like no trust us it flies well it's I mean it's it's weird it's just like it's it's you're right like the physics to it's very different and you can look at it and feel like it is contending with physics yeah yeah. Like, you're right. Like, you can make a paper airplane. And it's <laughs> called airplane because air f- flies under a plane. Yeah. An like, actual, like, physical thing that, like, leverages your object, right? But, yeah, this thing, like, if I threw a helicopter, it would...
1: <laughs> yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh. That, it's... Yeah, it's really unfortunate. And the, the crazy thing, though, is, like, he was known for frequently using helicopters. Like, I remember yeah. when we were younger... I think they were living in Newport or something oh, in Newport, you remember? Uh, yeah. And they would take all the way up to yep, the. Yep. That's right. It was Newport. Yeah. Newport Beach, right? Yeah. Um, and, and so no, people. Naples?
1: Naples. Right. Wasn't near Rodman? I don't know. Or am I just mixing them up? I know Rodman was in one of those places for a while. I just remember,
0: like, it, it might have been your dad telling us, like, yeah. you'd be taking yeah. this helicopter. I think also. it was Naples. Okay. Maybe yeah. that. Yeah, I just remember, like, that's why when it happened, it's like, oh, shit. Like, this guy's in a helicopter, like, every fucking All day. the
1: time. And I think uh, my understanding was he's just taking his daughter to basketball practice. Like, then that's just how they traveled. So yeah. So, like, you know, your, your parent taking you to school or, or practice after school in a car, and it's just like... And then the car just crashing into the mountains. Yeah. Or something. I don't know how... Yeah. I don't know how we talked about this again. Apparently... Apparently,
0: we, we need to talk about it. Apparently, it's, it's on our minds. It is on our minds. Or on our hearts. On our like. hearts. I what think it's damage? just like, it brings out someone, he's so young. Like, he wasn't far removed from our age. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think we were think middle 10, school or high school. Were those, we already maybe? in high school or middle school? Oh, when he got into dude. league. Um, I just remember, I like, those air balls against the Jazz and stuff. Yeah. And we were, like, already in high school by then. Yeah. Eddie. Maybe, 96? like, I mean, most, what was he, like, 30, 40, when he died? 39? I don't know. I, I mean, mean I we're only three or four or five yeah. years. Like, yeah. I mean, it's like a contemporary. He's, he
1: could, be. Yeah, that, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. It's yeah. not like this is a different generation from us, so removed, where it's like, well, you know, old people die. Yeah. It's not like, this is like us.
0: This is a contemporary someone we you could feel his presence you've seen him that's right a handful of times like uh, we went to his game. our friend keith met him yeah took pictures with with him yeah like so like you just you you kind of feel aware of this person's existence then you know like obviously just watching a new star there like lebron come in right. and watching his presence and what that meant and seeing that change um but yeah i think just being our age, and then it, it being just such a, something he does so often, but something so, that's his lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Like, he died because of his lifestyle.
1: It's like when, dude, oh, wow, you know what it reminds me of. It's like when Steve Irwin died. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's that's, that's how he lived like his life, it. and that's how he died.
0: Yeah, like, you're like, oh, yeah, he's always, like, with stingrays. Yeah, you're like, that's how he died? Yeah. Fuck, shock, yeah yeah it's weird that is definitely like that kind of like mm-hmm. and it you know it's I think what it does too is like you you're trying to rationalize and explain it to yourself in so many different ways because it's like yeah it's Kobe Bryant but it it does hold some significance to you for some reason right yeah. it's not yeah. like just so and so you, and so you're trying to fit that into your head and then at some point it's like okay this is still death like yeah. You know, like, it's not going to discriminate anybody because of age, because of income, because of fame, you know, because you were in a helicopter and not a car. You know, it's like, right. it, it will, I don't want to say, like, death will find you. Will find all of us, eventually. Yeah. But but yeah, it just like, it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and I always feel like death is not for the people that died but it's for everybody else around that karma for us to kind of recognize like oh shit like no one's invincible Mm. like go tell the people you love that you love them like the first thing that came in my head and this is so bad but you know like i know we know his past you know yeah like there's been controversial things that have happened and like you know and i even without this death, like I'd still, you can't help. Like it's not my place to forgive or ever be angry at him for whatever he did in life. Like that's not my position, but I was just like, instantly, I was like, I wonder what his last conversations were with certain people. Yeah. Where did he sit with certain people? You know, because you kind of buy the luxury that you, you can be whoever you want to be now and turn your back on people and not truly like, cleared things up with certain people and like that was like a nipsey hustle thing too like when that guy got shot like i always wonder like oh you're so young you were doing so much and you probably didn't get to like clear the air with everybody i don't imagine many people clearly with everybody and so that was like kind of in my head like i don't want to have any animosity towards people or you know i have to think like Where's my karma? Or if someone doesn't know how I truly felt or something, Mm. you know, because like something so routine you do every day could be that last time you do it. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's what I was like, wow, like, you know, you you just see someone because their life has been played in front of you and you you want to enter in all these tropes into their stories that you can make something of it. And then in that, you realize you're actually internalizing yourself in their in their story. It becomes cathars- catharsisism, right? So it's like he dies, but like we said, we go back to the fact that this is our contemporary. So you start to think, like, okay, like, death, oh, could have happened, mm. right? So it's a, yeah, it's a crazy, like, thing. And then you just romanticize the concept of death. Like, we were like trying to figure out, you know, we are saying earlier, like Rick Fox or something. Like, there was something in, like, oh, someone else that matters died. Yeah. Like, which sounds so shitty. <laughs> so shitty. And they're like, like oh, right no. Off, like, no, it's just his daughter. It was just his daughter. Like, or, oh, the pilot dude. died. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, the There's sister. five other people in the guy. Uh, other people died, but we're just like, no, no, no. Thank God it, it wasn't Rick the Fox. The juicy one. Yeah. yeah. Rick Fox. He's Ugh, so good looking. That hair. And Vanessa Williams. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, exactly. Like, naturally like it's kind of perverse right to disregard like the fact that there were other individuals who had these lives that did all these things mattered to people might not have hurt as many people you know like (laughs) might have been like better people to society yeah exactly you know maybe you didn't bring a championship or billions of dollars to the city right you know or build this like amazing or like strengthen this franchise or whatever but your contribution to life is just as important.
1: Yeah. It's funny when you just listed off those things about like the city and the championships and stuff. Cause like when I think about what Kobe brought, I always think about more like he brought like a city, uh, almost like a, like the half of the state that All wasn't right. <laughs> Clipper fans. Like it was joy. It was like, Oh shit. Like this guy, this is our Jordan. Holy shit! This is what this feels like—like an
0: experience like no other. That's not even quantifiable. It's weird because, like, we talk about this now because of our age. Like everybody that plays sports is younger than us, Mm -hmm. right? Like for the most part, I mean, like Tom Brady's, (laughs) but like you know, we're both thirty-six. you know, like this is the age where pretty much everyone's already retired. I think it's only Tom Brady. Frank Gore, like Drew Brees, Drew Brees yeah. and Vinatieri. Yeah. They're the yeah. only people, <laughs> which is like <laughs> almost like probably your dad's age. Like Vinatieri is like, what is he? He's in his forties, right? Like late. I don't know. He's silver. He's That's sil- all I know. Dude. Yeah. He's, he's mostly <laughs> silver now. Um, but it's weird because yeah, when you're young, it's like, Oh, this team, like I represent this team and this is my identity and it makes me mm-hmm. accepted or not accepted. Like, I was always the villain oh, because your I was a Celtics fan. fan. Yeah, among Lakers, you know what I mean. Yeah, or a Red Sox. And then fan. you had the Clipper
1: guy. I was like, I like the Clippers. And everyone, everyone, even you, would turn yeah. around and go, "Shut up!"
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like, so this was before they were, yeah, good. And so, but we like build this strong identity, and then you you hear about like in football, for instance, like or baseball. Even I think what was it the Dodger Giants game like years ago? Someone got beat up. Oh, I, don't know. I mean, just like and then watching grown men watch college football and be like rooting like, for it for colleges. <laughs> they didn't even go to or fetishizing. these like, yeah, fetishizing players these like, boys, oh, like being amazing. He's got like,
1: great legs, like good legs, like a thoroughbred, like,
0: oh, he's, <laughs> look at that arm. What an arm. It, like my sister made like such a funny observation. Not funny. This is not funny. This is what it needs to honestly, like, we just need to bring this dialogue into 2020. Like, she watched that Aaron Hernandez doc, and I didn't get to watch it. But haven't seen it, I it was a lot about, like, I guess his relationships outside of his, uh, really with his girlfriend. Like, mm-hmm. he had a homosexual relationship. And my sister was like, I didn't know football was such a beard. Mm-hmm. You know, like a cover-up for a gay men. And... There's nothing wrong if men definitely want to cheer for other men and they feel attracted to them or connected to them because of their agility and their ability and the way they look. Mm -hmm. Like if we were, you know, let's just say Kobe Bryant because he's been like, okay, if I actually loved Kobe Bryant because for whatever reasons, you know, I like him and whatever, that's totally fine. But what I'm like trying to explain is, as a grown man like at some point this is very like man man thinking right Mm -hmm. um or alpha thinking which might be on pc or whatever but just me as an individual i just cannot like going back to it be rooting for a younger person than me in a uniform in a game that doesn't really matter Mm -hmm. it doesn't do anything for me like yes, I've seen 30 for 30, and I was a sports fan, and politics can be played through sports, or whatever, so and so forth, but the main big picture of everything is that these are just grown men acting out aggression in an organized way, because we're in a place in our lives now where we don't need to be, like, aggressive all the time, so we need this, like, tribalism, we need this We need these people to play out this romantic fight all the time for us to feel something. And we like align ourselves with like these teams. And like I said, like go to the extreme where sometimes people actually kill each other because like soccer hooligans Mm -hmm. and stuff in Europe. Like it's just so crazy how the people that are playing are so young, though. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like at some point, like, do you grow out of it? Like do. And some people don't and i feel like I, I like i think me and you have like i wasn't a big sports fan yeah. before
1: i'm i got into football recently because i needed an outlet from the bullshit of the politics that was going on and no one was listening and i was like all right fine like i can either obsess about politics or i can just go tune out for a minute and do that but i'm not going to like devote my time to following 9 months of baseball or Six yeah. months of basketball where there's like four games every week or something. You know, like yeah, yeah. it was a manageable. I can do a week. I can do it's like well, I can do a game a week. That's cool. Yeah. And 10 weeks is or whatever. 14 weeks is manageable. Yeah. That's all I can commit to now.
0: But it'd be crazy to be like so. On but it doesn't top mean it. It's like a it's, player yeah, But I'm not like.
1: Yeah. But I, I couldn't get to that point where I'm like obsessed
0: about it. Like when you know? our, and you know, I'm not, I'm going to shit on our friends a little bit, but like when they're talking, like, did you see so-and-so at the NFL Columbine? And it's like this 22 year old kid that's like running right. a 40 minute or 40 yard four right. Right. For right. something. And he weighs this much and he's like this height you and bench this like and, supermodel. You're talking about him like a supermodel. Right. And then I'm like, why aren't you concerned about your shape? like He's that? really talking more like their, um, racehorses. Yeah. Yeah yeah which is another criticism about these leagues is that you know some it is still in some way you're just like using these humans like animals for own entertainment which is why i don't watch football yeah is because of that because of cte and the fact that this whole kneeling thing blatantly showed that the players don't have any say like even with the nfl pa or you have like like they blatantly are corralled in this league and have to act a certain way. Mm. And the fact that like hundreds of players, only a handful of players actually like tried to protest it. So it says a lot. Whereas you have the NBA, which is a little bit more liberal and progressive in that sense and has allowed like at least players to. They have like a pretty, they're pretty strong with free speech. Their player association. At least when LeBron was talking about the China thing, I know. Whoever was the commissioner was like
1: mm, you know
0: yeah i can't think of his name uh, off the top of my head yeah, but he's either. done a really good job like i mean it goes back to i just don't watch basketball i thought like it was david team. sterling still until i that i saw saw he died the other day yeah he, he like, passed oh, away recently it's not david sterling
1: okay got it
0: yeah um it he you know he brought the league into like a global landscape where it's making money and it's all over the world and people are playing it now all over the place and we're seeing the league get diverse and there's branches and all this stuff and that's all great too as a fan of the game but it just goes back to like it's not my cup of tea anymore like i'm not really concerned like i love the game of basketball and partially it could be too that physically i just can't play it the same way anymore yeah no definitely not yeah neither one of us can but i like yeah i very rarely, like maybe if I was ever to wear like a jersey, it'd be like one of my old jerseys of someone that's like was a legend when we were young. Mm. Like, a, I mean, I wouldn't wear a Kobe because I don't have a Kobe jersey. It'd be but, a Celtic jersey. You know, like yeah, like a Paul Pierce jersey, or like I have a Vince Carter jersey, something. Like that. But I would not wear like one of these new kids, young kids, like jerseys or something. Not wearing a, um, Alonzo Ball or some shit. Yeah, like oh yeah, I don't out know. Out of all <laughs> <the> jerseys, <laughs> he's Lonzo the first Ball. one that popped into my head. Yeah. I know because he's young, right? But I, yeah, I guess it's like we're, you know, it's kind of like a chapter had been closing. Like I retired. I say I retired when Kobe retired. Mm. Like I kind of really stopped playing aggressively. I might, I might have, like over the last couple of years, like shot around here and there. But like I don't, I don't know the last time I put on ankle braces and was ready to like run a full court game or play. And I think like, I felt like my chapter was closing with him and with other players that were retiring at that time. Mm. And I think it's just so maybe in, in some sense too, it, like represents a, there is going to be a lot of us that just don't look at the game the same way anymore. Mm. Like, you know, we lost our legend and that's crazy. (laughs) I'm thinking of the joke that, um, so sorry i can't not say this do you wish that michael jordan died <laughs> oh. yeah i mean and that's the weird thing because like like i said like i got my biases towards him yeah. and i don't know <laughs> do. but no no one deserves to die no one deserves it. michael die. jordan's an asshole <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. but no one no one deserves no sorry. one deserves to die especially in a violent way yeah. like you would hope that everyone's karma gives them a pleasant death, but it is what it is. Um, but yeah, just a joke, just a Obviously. joke. Obviously, yeah.
1: <laughs> Obviously, and if that offends whoever's listening, then just stop listening. I mean, oh yeah, like a uh, like big you. Jordan fan or something. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't say he wasn't the goat,
0: though. No, they he, get offended
1: he, when you're like Jordan's not the goat. What? Yeah, no, yeah, we those didn't say he wasn't. If
0: we didn't, I mean, he is the goat. Like, yeah,
1: I'm, it's not we were like, oh. You know,
0: LeBron's better than Michael Jordan. We didn't say that. No, no. But you know what? We can't talk bad about the dead, but, you know, we can always apologize for talking shit on the alive. Yeah, well, well, what's, (laughs) what's, what's, why? Why can't we talk bad about, why can't we say anything critical about dead people? They're dead, dude. So I think it goes into this, like, philosophy that, is rooted in a lot of different beliefs that your ancestors or the past, some way, plays into the future, mm. and so you need the the dead is in a different realm, and so they can affect the future, mm. and so you have to in the present or yeah. the present, yeah. So you have to like you give respect. For, not it's just them a off. fear thing. I don't. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. there's just a lot of that's just rooted in some fear shit, that I'm not down with. Yeah. And I just I don't know. There's no one that's been like, This is why you should do it. Like, um uh nobody's been able to give me a good enough reason to say bless you. Yeah. I've asked. And they're like, Oh, uh in the middle ages, you know, we thought your soul was leaving, so we said bless you, and now we just keep doing it. It's like, Well that's fucking stupid. Yeah. And I'm done. And you're like rude if you don't. And yeah, dude, I have made it a point. That when people sneeze around me, I will never say bless you. And I don't. And it's awkward as fuck because you know they expect
0: it. Yeah. And I'm just like, hmm. I, I try to be like, and this has been for years and it's just so funny because sometimes it just goes over everybody's head. But I was like, instead of saying like God bless or whatever, I didn't want to be the so side Like jaw is a very like easy. Yeah, word. I remember you used to say "Job bless a jaw lot. Jaw bless. And still to this day, sometimes you're like jobless? bless. Jobless, jobless, and I'm like, no job. You know, I have a career. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> we're at work right hey, now. Yeah, yeah. I do the same thing you do. <laughs> I do the same thing you do. Why are you Why are
1: you saying this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I will even go a step further. If I'm the one who sneezes, I think the onus is on the sneezer. I'm like, oh, excuse me. Yeah. How dare like, that I? Just, I'm so sorry that I just ejected snot and air onto the whole fucking world. My
0: bad. Like Dude. if I farted, I wouldn't
1: expect you to be like, oh. Bless you. Blessings, brother. You know what?
0: That's the funny thing. When people burp and fart, I always tell them bless you. And as you should. And I respect (laughs) you for your fucking consistency.
1: Thank you. I respect that move a lot. If you
0: just have a bodily function, you're alive. Bless you. Hey, that's right. Or from my side, excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. Pardon me. I I love how you're like, I am accountable for whatever the environment just did to me. That's right. Whatever
1: I was micro-brewing, yeah. whatever projects from my body is
0: my responsibility. I actually like that philosophy better. Thank you.
1: Well, I like your philosophy just fine, though. <laughs> Basically, though, wrong what it. we're
0: doing is we're still going to bless everyone. I'm not going to bless everyone's anybody. everyone's going to be like, excuse me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Everyone's like, oh, bless you. Like, oh, no, excuse me. No, 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 no. No, no. <laughs> I listen to the Monkey Brain podcast and... Just- <laughs> so polite my etiquette now is amazing
1: it's like when you hold the door for somebody who's also holding the door and it's like no you come in you're like no come on you're like no no no.
0: and like one of us has to move yeah and that dude talk about something that can escalate so quick from like <laughs> yeah. a and it, but that's like the measure right? if it's genuine or not because like it can go from like yo like you're both in a rush yeah holding the door and like, like there's oh, this physical fuck. like convulsion going stop on. signs yeah. four way stop signs yeah
1: piss me off for that reason because people don't realize, they don't remember, right away goes to the right. But so everyone's
0: right is a circle. Yeah, but so like... You don't, if you didn't know who pulled forward... First, yeah,
1: but once one person goes, like someone's just got to take the initiative. Someone's got to take the initiative.
0: That person's me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking the but initiative. But everyone else was more on the side of, I'm going to get hit if I do it. You were on the side of like, everyone else is frozen, I'm going to do it. Well, and I was specifically thinking just now
1: of when it's like... Just two cars pulling up, and I'm the one on the wrong side. Like, they have the right of way, and they're like, they pull up. Maybe they even pull up before me, and I pull up, and like, go ahead. I'll go, but I'm not happy that you didn't just fulfill the whole flow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're ruining the flow of traffic. Like, do what you're supposed to do, and everyone will be fine. No one will get hurt. No one will get hurt. Do what you're supposed to do, and no one will get hurt. <laughs> That's not right a- away. I'm so sorry for how threatening that sounds. I know.
0: Do the right thing. Do the <laughs> do your fucking job. Drive correctly. <laughs> yeah. It, life side is all about... Like, it's, it's a lot of hesitations, right? Yeah, and I'm done. I'm done doing that. I'm done I'm hesitating. Like, I've
1: always hesitated. i was always like, okay, let me just wait and be patient and see and let, let someone else... Yeah. And then I realize everyone is infuriating and doing the same thing and they're waiting for somebody to be, take that first step. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah. fine.
0: And... I've noticed like it's the same thing with the train, right? When like everyone's trying to jump in. Yeah. There is this moment where everyone's like, I need to be courteous. Yeah. But then you see that there's always the one guy that's like, fuck your courtesy. Yeah. And just like goes in <laughs> yeah. and it's stuff. Like there's these like they're microaggressions.
1: Yeah, I will say that if I see people and they're like walling off the subway and like we're we're gonna exit. I'll burst the fuck out of there, like you should have not been in here. And I'll hit some people. I don't care. I I, I'll check them. Do
0: like talking about those uncomfortable moments when you are actually sardine canned. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was that guy that was like up against the door among other people, but when the door fucking opened, I like (laughs) popped out. (laughs) The you know this was at uh, a I think it was like grand central so like other people are oh shit to get in, yeah yeah and they're everyone just starts laughing because i was just like i know and i just like <laughs> popped out like it was like that type of like <laughs> like get out of my way because i'm not i'm being projected by this pressure yeah yeah like this isn't even me just trying to get out of the train this is like pew you just <laughs> squirted right out of just that squirty right out throat. like popping a pimple oh it was
1: just so you're funny. the blackhead coming out of I the, was sup- the black train i was
0: Ooh. the pus Ooh. Oh, that just reminded me of a Nas like, line. Blackheads are nice. What? And Nas, I forgot what line, song it was, but he's like, "I pinch nipple, oh, I pinch nipples like pimples to get to the puss." Ooh. Oh, I hate
1: that lyric so much. Ugh. Ugh. Was- Fuck! I hate that. <laughs> that's crazy. That's so gross. Yeah, that's Entendras, so gross, man. Entendras are fun. I love the wordplay, but the visual is...
0: Yeah, 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 I hate it. <laughs> I hate because, it. yeah, you're like just now like a nipple and a pimple are the same. Well, also, too, because nipples,
1: like I, I think of like lactation a little bit yeah. and how that oozes kind yeah, of. Yeah. And I don't like it. Yeah. Can we change the subject fast? <laughs> How do we do that? Because we just backed ourselves into a weird. We just backed corner. ourselves into something there that is that we're a good place to end? Like, How long have we been talking for?
0: Oh, uh, we've gone like over an hour.
1: Oh shit! Yeah. Okay, cool.
0: I think like that might actually be That's the it, best dude. way to end it. We're done. <laughs> we're done. That I think like obviously you could tell Kobe threw us off. Yeah. Um,
1: well, and we, we shake some dust off of like. Yeah, we had to shake some dust off of the That's a whole holiday
0: thing. season, but we're back. A happy 2020 to everybody. Kinky Chas back in hand. Thank you. Mm. Till then. Take care. Mm, goodbye. And you used to say Kwan Su dudes.
1: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Still not sure if that's copywritten though, so I'm very scared to say it. Well, hopefully it's not. <laughs> it might be. Bye. Bye.